everyone. Welcome to the Rotogrind News Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Thursday. It's September 10th. It's 2020, and we have six baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by Jordan Cooper, Blenderhead. How are you doing, my friend? Good. I, I didn't have any Braves, so I, I couldn't possibly win. I believe Adam Duvall scored more points than both top pitchers combined. So, uh, so if you were lucky enough, uh, and uh, stacking the if you played the Brewers on the Turbo slate and the Braves on the late slate, you're rolling in it. <laughs> yeah, um, was that was it twenty nine to nine or something like that? Yeah, so um, I did not play any Braves. Um, I'm I'm taking I'm taking my my slight profit that I'm having without any Braves and um, definitely just kind of hoping the rest of the games end and call it a night. So. Um, but yeah, we got a, it's a nice little six game slate. Like I, I like these slates. I feel like, again, I, I really like when we get under like 10. Um, I think the slates, the sites should have started at six and gave us an eight gamer, but Hey, it is what it is. Um, the pitching is a lot worse than it was, um, the last couple days and we have some potential weather in New York. We're going to have to watch, um, that could potentially make pitching even worse. So uh, let's jump into it here. We got uh, the Boston Red Sox, Tampa Bay Rays. Mike Kickham against Josh Fleming. Um, any interest here in Kickham? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's not going to pitch long, so 5,700 is cheap, but uh, the Rays have a 5.3 implied run to- total in Tampa Bay, so uh, that takes him off my radar. Yeah, like, you know, he's he threw 48 and 44 pitches. Um, I'd highly doubt that, like, they're going to let him go deep here. They might – announce an opener in the morning for this spot too um so like we'll just have to kind of watch that i'm gonna pass on kick him even though he's the cheapest pitcher on the slate um fleming on the other side here like he's the second cheapest pitcher on the slate he's 5900 um you know he did he's thrown 70 pitches at least um each start do you have any interest in him i mean if i need a cheap vomit pitcher if i'm playing an expensive stack uh i wouldn't mind fleming against the red sox red sox have a 3.8 implied run total I mean, they're bat. They have one bat that I, I kind of want to play against the lefty, but uh, I'm not really looking to stack the Red Sox. So I could see myself getting some Fleming in a, in some expensive stack lineups. Yeah, it's a weird day for pitching. Um, like I I really don't love anybody. Um, so if I end up with a top end stack and I end up on Fleming, like it is what it is. Like this is not one of those slates that. First, I don't think, like, a lot of people are going to play these slates, so it's interesting because there's a football game. Um, so I, I do think it's interesting because, you know, you're you're probably going to see, like, really high ownership on, like, Cole and Sonny Gray, and there's always ways to be different. So, and then, like, if Cole, if Cole doesn't pitch uh, because of the weather, like, Sonny Gray is going to be a million percent owned, so – um, let's talk Boston bats. You said there's like one guy that's standing out to you. Um, who do you like here? 4,400 JD Martinez. I mean, against the lefty. I mean, what, what's really not to like? I mean, I guess you could play Vasquez at 3,800 Bogarts at 4,600, but you know, the stack in and of itself, I mean, Munoz is cheap if he gets in the middle of the lineup, 2,400, but, uh, you know, I'm more likely to stack the Red Sox if Fleming happens to be chalk. I don't think so. I think it's more likely he gets ownership if, if the Yankee game gets rained out or something like that. So it doesn't – if I'm not going to get that extra leverage going against, like, the, the chalk SB2, ah, one-off, sure, but uh, but it, it doesn't really appeal to me with the, only a 3.8 implied run total. 
The other guy that I like, I love JD anytime he faces a lefty. Um, so right there with you as far as him. But the other guy that kind of stands out to me, Bobby Dahlbeck has finally showed up to Major League Baseball. Um, you know, one of the top prospects for the Red Sox, raw power wise. He's 3,200, play him at first or third base. Home runs in four straight games now. Um, he's a cheap bat that has power that I don't mind, you know, taking a shot on here. Like, it was only a matter of time before, like, his power showed up a little bit. But he's not this good. Like, he's not going to keep hitting home runs every day. But, like, at 3.2K, I'll take a shot on him. So, um, Tampa, you know, I think, like, this is one of the stacks that we could potentially look at on a small slate here. No, I agree with you. And I think it really depends on their lineup. Kickham's a lefty. But I, but I think what's going to end up happening, we, we may see, like, Margot lead off. We may see Renfro in the lineup against the lefty, but Kickham's only going to pitch like once through the order. Most likely a righty comes in after him. So, I mean, I'm not saying to spend up on Brandon Lowe at 5,400, but like Austin Meadows at 4,100 as a lefty or Wendell or Choi or Tsutsugo at 2,900, Kiermaier at 2,400. Like people will look at the lefty lefty and go, ah, maybe not, but it's really one at bat. So it, it, I don't care about stacking the Rays with the lefties. I mean, I prefer Margot and Renfro. Yeah, sure. Get the one extra at bat against uh, the lefty. But if the lefties are in the lineup, they're not going to be pinch hit for because they're already in against the lefties. So why would they ever come out of the game to begin with? So for these prices, uh, you know, if I'm stacking up, if I'm playing a cold gray type of lineup, you could definitely fit in a, a Ray stack. It, you may not be able to get low, at second base, but you could play Wendell at second base for 3,100. Yeah, the only thing that I worry about, like, Renfro is, like, getting pinch hit for. Um, but it, it is what it is. Like, I, he's the guy that has the power. Um, I love the lefties here. I don't think Kickham's going to go deep. He has zero strikeout against left-handed hitters so far um, in, in, what, the two appearances? Very small, very, very, very small sample size. Don't get me wrong, but – I definitely think you can play um, Meadows and these lefties. Like, man, it like you said, it's really going to depend on what this lineup looks like. You're really going to have to wait and see what this lineup looks like because there's a bunch of cheap bats here. But like, if Yoshi's in there, like I'll play him lefty lefty. Like I, I like this spot. So, uh, moving on, we got the Phillies and the Marlins. Jake Arrieta against Sandy Alcantara. Um, this game's in Miami. Any interest here in Arrieta? No, but I don't have interest in Alcantara either. Yeah, like, Arietta, he flashed back to old days in his last start, pitched well. Um, I stacked against him, did not work out. Um, but 6,800 is appealing, but I, I don't think I can pull the trigger here unless the Marlins lineup is really, really bad. And then Alcantara, you know, going up against Philly, you know, like, you look at his numbers, he's very, very good against righties. He's very bad against lefties. So if this lineup comes out right-handed heavy, I, I think you can take some shots on him. It's just going to really be lineup-based. Um, you know, because, like, their power, like Hoskins, Romuto, you know, obviously Harper's a lefty, Dee's a lefty. So, like, I want to see what this lineup looks like, but I'm not going to instantly write him off. He's been very good against right-handers. I'm actually more interested in the Phillies' bats. I think they're underpriced for the slate. I think, the, I think several, uh, several Phillies are going to be chalked. Uh, maybe in cash games. Because, I mean, the chalk construction is going to be something uh, – the two pitchers are going to be Cole, Gray, Paddock. Like, something like that. It's going to be two of those. You're going to have to find value bats. But, like, mid-priced, Reese Hotskins at 4,300 at first base 
Real Muto's not 5K anymore. He's 4,400. Gregorius is 3,900. Segura's 3,800. McCutcheon's 3,500. Harper's 5,200. Like, Bohm, 3,000 at third base. I mean, you could easily get to these bats even with, you know, two two good top-tier pitchers. So, like, I'm not scared of Sandy Alcantara, and I'm not scared. The, the Miami Marlins, the, the, the ballpark's not as much of a pitcher's park as it was in the past. So it's not like I'm scared of the ballpark. Uh, I think the stack is going to be chalky. I think the one-offs are going to be tra- – at these prices, projection systems are going to like this. I could already tell. I'm not looking at it now, but at these prices, at their, that their, their baseline talent is better than these prices. So, like – I want to see what the ownership is, but I mean, I'm, I would hope that they're lower than I would expect them to be, but based on the lineup construction, I can't see them, you know, not being, you know, on a six game slate being 15 to 20% each. Yeah. And like Alcantara has a little bit of regression in his numbers. So I, I can get behind that. Like I'm, I'm okay with that. If they're chalk though, I'll probably fade them for what it's worth. Like I'm perfectly fine with fading them. If they're chalk, I think Alcantara can pitch good enough to limit the damage a little bit. So um, but I, I don't want to play any chalk six, six game slate team. So, um, any interest in the Marlins here? Corey Dickerson, 3000, Matt Joyce, yeah. 2100, Aguiar's 3100. I mean, the most expensive guy in this lineup is Starling Marte at 4,900. You don't have to use him, but if you're spending up on pitcher, like Brian Anderson's 3,300, maybe we got John Birdie back in the lineup, 2,700. All these guys are cheap. And they have a 4.5 implied run total, so it's it's fairly healthy. It's it's a more than a half a run over the Red Sox, and they're cheaper. So I could I could see stacking them against Arietta. I could see playing one-offs. I think this game is going to be much more popular than than you might believe just by looking at the prices of everyone else because the Dodgers are expensive and uh, and the the the. Padres are expensive. I mean, you got a lot of expensive teams on here. The Yankees are a little bit overpriced. So, especially if people aren't going to want to play Josh Fleming or any of these cheap pitchers, whoever pitches for the Cubs, I think it's Al- Adbert Alzale if they don't want to play him. Like, you're going to have to find cheap stacks, cheap bats. So, it's the Marlins are going to gain ownership just because of that. Yeah, like Dickerson and Joyce um, profile really well against Arietta too. Arietta uses a lot of sinkers. Both these guys hit sinkers really well. So um, both those guys are in play for me under 3K. Um, moving on, we got Baltimore at New York. Keegan Aiken against uh, Garrett Cole. This is one of the ones that we're really going to have to watch weather-wise. Um, there's a lot of potential rain in the forecast. It's the night before, so we're still going to break this down. Um, Keegan Aiken is a lefty. He has – really struggle with righties. He, he has strikeout stuff. Um, like he has a really strong strikeout rate, so strike rate. Do you have any interest in him here against the Yankees? I think people will go back to him. They'll see what he did to the, the Yankees the last time out. He kind of shut them down, but I mean, Vegas has no respect for him. He has a 5.3 implied run total against him, uh, in Yankee stadium, which is a hitter's ballpark. Uh, I'd be more, I'd be more akin to playing the Yankees bats against a kin, but I just don't think he, I don't think a kin's going to be owned. So do I really want to play the prices for the Yankees bats? I don't know. It really has to depend on ownership, but uh, if I'm going to play a cheap pitcher, I'm more likely to play Josh Fleming than play Keegan Aiken. 
My concern is like the dude has a two ERA but a five xFIP. Um, a lot of lot of regression in like his WOBA, his X ISO stuff like that. So, like that's all really concerning. I'm not writing him off just because like the Yankees are notorious for rolling out bad lineups um, in, in weather days. So like um, I think that if the lineup's really bad, you could take a shot. Like, you know, if, if like Voight, like that's the only guy that I need to see out of the lineup, like give Luke Voight the day off or like Torres, like, you know, if there's beatable guys, the bottom of the order strikes out a bunch. So um, I'm not going to instantly write him off, but I don't love it. And, you know, on the other side, we got Garrett Cole. He's the most talented pitcher on the slate. Um, like if the weather's good, he's going to be really popular. Yeah, rightfully so. He's a high, high strikeout rate on the slate. The Orioles strike out a lot. I mean, they can hit the ball. They're getting a ballpark upgrade, I guess. I mean, Orioles, I mean, I guess about even. Uh, at 10.3K on a six-game six slate, like, if you're going to pay up for anyone, it's going to be Cole or Gray. I mean, the pitching options are going are very limited. So it's not like, oh, Cole has given up. You know, we, we had that the last start. Oh, he gives up bombs, whatever. He goes out and strikes out like 12 guys. He may still give up one bomb. I pretty much know who's the one that's going to hit that bomb uh, that, that today. Uh, you could roster both of them. Um, let's talk bats here. Anything standing out to you for Baltimore? I mean, all you have to do is you spend twenty one hundred on DJ Stewart and you get a home <laughs> run. Isn't isn't is that what we've been doing like every day for the past week? <laughs> it's been nice. I, I probably jumped. They don't off raise his price. You just okay? Yeah. We just talk twenty one hundred. Don, give it to me. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably pass here. <laughs> he's cheap enough though that even even if if you're if you're scared of Cole, I mean he's twenty one hundred. I'm not saying you have to play him or anything, but it's if if he was thirty four hundred, okay, okay, fine. You don't target a guy against Cole, but I mean I could play a lineup with Cole in like cash games or something, even not in cash games. DJ Stewart hits the sole home run off of a seven inning twelve strikeout game from Cole, where that's the only hit he gives up. He's twenty one hundred. I mean, it's it's him or my or, or Joyce, who says you're not playing both of them in your lineup. So, I mean, I'm not looking to stack the Orioles. I mean, the Orioles are too expensive against Cole. Four thousand. I mean, Mullins is twenty eight hundred, but well, these other guys are in the four Ks. I'm not paying those prices against them. Right. Yeah. I'll, probably gonna pass on Baltimore here. I honestly, I hope this game gets rained out. Like, yeah, just. Crossed off the slate. Um, let's talk Yankees bats. Obviously, Luke Voigt profiles really well here against Aiken. Um, outside of him, like, I, I think, like, you could take Hicks. You could take Frazier. Like, they're not cheap. Like, the Yankees overall, they're they're not cheap. Right. LeMayhew's 5,600. Torres is 4,900. Gary, the, the K-Machine Sanchez, batting, you know, if he's batting seventh, it's 4,700. Uh, it'll lower their ownership. I don't expect the Yankees to be fairly popular. I think more people go to the Padres or the Dodgers before the Yankees. So to me, that's the, that's the, that would be the reason to play them in large field GPPs is because I think the ownership is going to be suppressed. But from a median standpoint, they're not going to pop. Yeah. It would really depend on like, if like, if Roth gives us like an orange and everybody jumps off the Yankees, that's where I would probably stack them because the Baltimore bullpen's terrible. So, like, if if we get like a lot of people just jumping off weather and it's going to be a risky situation, I'm in. Like that that that's where I probably would end up like throwing a team out there with the Yankees. But you know, I, I don't see myself using a one off 
outside of like Luke Voigt. Like he's he's the guy that I like the most on the Yankees, and I think he's going to be the guy that most people like on the Yankees. No, rightfully so. I mean, I'm I, I think it's going to be low owned regardless of the rain. I think it, if it was clear. These guys are going to be under 10% owned on a six-game slate just because, of, like, you can't stack the Yankees and then play Cole and Gray together. Like, it's you, you're not going to be – you have to take, like, three, three 2,000 – and you can't even take the outfielders that are cheap because you have to fill it with Yankees. So, I like, to me, the, the rain or no rain doesn't really matter to me. It doesn't mean I play them. I'm just giving you the reason that they are overpriced, but on a six-game slate, they're going to be lower owned. Now is the time to celebrate. Football is finally back, and DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, has millions of reasons why you should be excited to kick off the football season. DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at a $1 million top prize with a total of $3 million up for grabs this Thursday's football contest. Getting in on DraftKings Thursday night slate game showdown is easy. All you have to do is download the DraftKings app, use promo code GRIND, Draft six players from the season opener. Stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. So head to the app now to start making it rain. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings using promo code GRIND will receive a free shot at a $1 million top prize with your first deposit. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game like having a shot at a $1 million payday. Download the DraftKings app now. Use code GRIND for a limited time. New users can get a free shot at $1 million top prize and $3 million in total prizes. Don't miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter code GRIND to get a free shot at $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code GRIND only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We got the Reds and the Cubs, Sonny Gray, Ad, Adbert, Alaze. Um, I know I messed that up. Um, we got wind blowing in at Wrigley again. Like, it feels like it's been like that all week. Um, Sonny Gray, another a guy that should be really popular on this slate. Yeah, I mean, he should be popular regardless of the wind. He had a bad start the last time out, but outside of that, I mean, he's been, he's been great this season. 9,600, the Cubs are above average strikeout team. The wind's blowing in. Gray's main problem would be with the home run ball, and you don't have to worry necessarily about that uh, as much with the wind blowing in. I mean, we even saw, I mean, like Darvish got into trouble this this past slate. They gave up a three-run dong to Moustakas and still ended up fine because, like, any fly ball is is basically, basically an out. So unless they could string up hits, I, I mean, I think Cole is has higher strikeout upside on the slate, but... I mean, if you didn't want to play Cole for any reason and you just wanted to go down to Gray, I mean, I'd rather just play them both. So I think uh, Cole is 1A and Gray is 1B on this slate. Yeah, I think in cash games, if the weather's okay, you're definitely playing both of them, right? Like, there's no no reason not to. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that, like, he's obviously going to be, you know, popular. He, he should be. Um like no reason for him not to be popular here. And maybe, I don't know. I, I don't see, I don't see him not being um, popular. Aloze, um, Aloze, uh, Adbert Aloze. Um, let's talk about him. Like he's going to have the wind blowing in here as well. Do you have any interest in him? I mean, 76. 700 i mean i don't really want to pay that price for him i mean he's not cheap enough where 
Like, I'd just rather go down to Fleming at that point. Kind of like, if, if, unless I'm going up to, I think, I, I mean, Paddock is, is, so, I, I mean, I would, he may get some ownership because he's in the Ringley wind in game, but I mean, does he have strikeout upside really? That, I mean, yeah, if he's, Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, we're going to obviously have to see, like, what we're looking at. Um, like, he is a he is one of the top prospects in the Cubs organization. He has a really good curveball. He has good fastball. He's shown plenty of strikeout upside in the minors. Um, you know, AAA, he had a 13% swing and strike rate uh, with a 32% K rate. Um, he, he struggled with walks and I don't think, I I think that had a lot to do with why he didn't pitch deep. My problem is the reds, they walk at one of the highest clips in baseball, especially against right-handed pitching. So he's in play if Cole gets rained out, but outside of that, I probably won't end up on him here. Um, I, I do think he has some strikeout ability and some strikeout upside. Let's talk, um, reds bats. Do you have any interest in the reds? I mean, I think the bats in this game are going to be very low owned. If I'm going to take a shot, It'll be on the it's be on the Reds lefties. If I wanted to take a shot on a Winker, a Goodwin, Mustakis, Akiyama. I mean, I'd rather not pay up for like Mustakis or Votto over 4K in a game where the ceiling is not going to be that high. But the guy's under 4K. Yeah, Jeff Tucker Barnhart as a catcher, just a punt, 2300. Because like the stat, I'm not stacking this game on either side. So it's just like, like who's the one guy that's going to be able to hit it uh, hit it over the wall? Uh, the one guy or two guys, maybe. Uh, and that's about it. And just if they happen to be in my lineup, they will. But, I mean, none of these guys are a priority. Yeah, like, I, I don't have a ton of interest. Winker is 3.9. Mustak is 4.6. Those would probably be, like, my favorite two if I was going to play these guys. Um, and then on the Cubs side, Chris Bryant, um, like, he might be out of the lineup here. I, I think you could – throw a tournament dart on like Hap or Rizzo, but I'm probably not playing these guys here. Like they're not, it's not like they're even like priced down. Like, so it's tough to, it's tough to have interest in any of the bats in this game. Right. I mean, they're not giving you any discount. I mean, I'd almost rather, I'd almost rather take the Orioles against Cole. Cause at least you could throw in a Stewart or a Mountcastle or a Mullins. But I mean, Rizzo's 4,800. Brian's 4,900. Contreras is 4,600. Like, Against Sonny Gray, like they'll be not, they'll be, they'll be one of the lowest owned teams, but rightfully so. It's going to cost you 20, 22, 23K to stack them in a game where the, the implied run total in this game may be like seven, six and a half or something. San Francisco Giants, San Diego Padres, Drew Smiley against Chris Paddock. Smiley coming back off the IL. Um, I don't expect him to go deep, do you? No, and nor do I would – even if he was going to go deep, most likely the Padres are going to go deep on him with a 5.3 <laughs> implied run total. So it's not like he's 5K or anything. So uh, no thank you. Uh, easy pass. Easy pass. Um, Paddock, man, um, he is, he's been so hit or miss. Like he, he becomes really popular if Garrett Cole gets rained out, right? Oh, definitely. The the combination's going to be great. And Paddock, I still think Paddock's going to be popular. Either way, uh, you save, yeah. You save the 1300 and you're able to get a b- better stacks. 
So in GPPs, I still think Paddock on a six-game slate is going to be 20, 30% owned. But, I mean, this is the perfect time. Like, I like Paddock. We see it at 8,300, these prices, like projection-wise, median-wise, he projects very well. But he has a tendency we've seen this year to get completely blown up. I mean, he could give up three home runs, no problem. Still end up with like 12 points or something. Get, you know, six, seven Ks or whatever. So, like, the more that Paddock is owned, the more likely I'm going to go under on Paddock and play the Giants. And the, and the less that Paddock is owned, the more I'll, I'll, I'll take him. It, to me, I consider him uh, more of a high-variance pitcher. So, uh, I could definitely see him using, using him in lineups where I'm not using Cole or Gray. But that's also what a lot of other people are going to do. And the Giants' bats are fairly affordable on the road. Yeah. Um... I like, I like the Giants and I like the bats in this game more than I like the pitching in this game and I like Dustin May more than I like Paddock on this slate and I know it's risky because May doesn't pitch deep but I think on a six game slate I'm willing to roll the dice so um, as far as like the Giants bats go like I want the lefties I want Belt I want Dickerson I want Yaz um, those are the three guys that I'm looking at the most here. Yeah, even throwing Brandon Crawford. I mean, he's up to 4,100 now. But, I mean, the, if Paddock's going to be 30% owned, that this San Francisco stack on a six-game slate is going to be quite under-owned. And it would, if, if Paddock gave up three home runs, it doesn't shock me. So, find the three home runs. Find the two other guys that fits. You get a stack that's seven, five to 7%. Because it's not like they're cheap-cheap. Yeah, Brandon Belt is 3,300. Bard is 3,300 and Dubon is 2,500, but not all that appealing. But everyone else to fit Yaz in, it's not like you're going to be able to play Cole Gray and then a giant stack even. So it's like if, and then you're not playing Paddock. So now, now you're going into the Josh Fleming range, the Keegan Aiken range, the Arietta if you want to try that. So it's going to be different as it is. I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm high on the Giants. I'm just, I'm, I'm high on a high variance pitcher that could potentially be chalked. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think that those three guys um, to kind of leverage a little bit are is kind of where I would end up. Um, and then going to the other side, the Padres, um, you know, obviously Drew Smiley is someone that is very hittable. Um, you know, we haven't seen a lot of Smiley in general this year, um, but like overall, Drew Smiley – you know, since the start of last season, 233 ISO to righties, 302 ISO. Um, oh, no, sorry. 236 ISO to righties, 431 ISO to lefties since the start of last season. So he was really bad against righties last season. Um, love the Padres. I think they're one of, if not the top stack on the slate. Yeah, but how do you, how do you pay for them? Easy. You, you like, play Dustin May. Playing the Padres. Yeah, and then, and then who? Josh <laughs> Fleming. I mean, like, Tatis fifty seven hundred, Grissom's forty eight hundred. Like, how do you pay for this? No, forty nine hundred. I'm not saying that. Hey, from a raw points perspective, Padres are great, but I'm just like, who are you playing a pitcher? Like, it's it's the stack that's going to be. On- then those lineups going to have Padres in it or Dodgers in it, something like that. But seeing them, 
you're not going to play like Cole Gray, maybe Paddock May even. I mean, like with, uh, you're playing Azalea and Fleming. I mean, I hope for the best. I mean, those are, hey, you can do it. Just understand what you're getting into. Yeah, like I, I always build a team as I go, and I have four Padres in it. And I have Dustin May and Sonny Gray. So I think it's certainly doable. Um, it's doable. I'm saying I love the team. Oh, but, yeah. You um, put in the Matt Joyce, you put in your DJ Stewart. I guess you can make it happen. Listen, you know, you, you, know, you miss, you miss Corey Dickerson. So um, <laughs> let's finish it out here. Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Dustin May, Madison Bumgarner. Um, I like Dustin May a lot. Um, I think Arizona is a team that is very beatable and I, I know Kershaw didn't pitch well, but I'm going right back to the well here. I get it. I think he's okay. I think I still think he's overpriced at 8,800, but in comparison, if you want to talk a floor, I consider Dustin May on the slate to be a floor pitcher. Like I'm more, I'm, I'm more comfortable with May getting 14 points at 8,800 than me taking a shot with pitchers that are cheaper than him or even Paddock. You know, if I'm going down into the Keegan Aiken or the Arietta or those guys, I feel more comfortable with Dustin May. But I just think his ceiling is lower than it that doesn't make it worth $8,800. He, he's a good play if the top pitchers fail. If Gray gets blown up, if Cole gets hit, something like that, then May's 14 points, perfectly fine with me. On the other side, there's no chance – there's no chance in, in, in the world that I roster Madison Bumgarner until he's at least 6K. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm going to pass on Bumgarner against the Dodgers as well. I hope he gets some ownership. I, I highly doubt he will, but I hope he gets some. Um, let's talk Dodgers backs. Like, I don't care if you like BVP or not. You play Kiki Hernandez today. He profiles amazing against Madison Bumgarner, and he has absolutely crushed him for years. Um, even when Bumgarner was good, Kiki crushed Bumgarner. Like he is, he he's the guy today. Thirty five hundred, just play him. How about Pollock at thirty nine hundred? No, he's I'm perfectly fine like with 30. that too. I'm just saying, like Kiki crushes Bumgarner. I just wanted to, you know, I I get a one BVP like a month, and like that's the that's the one today. Yeah, but, I mean, you play him at 3,500 as a righty against Bumgarner on the road against uh, in Arizona where maybe the roof's open. Who knows? But, I mean, obviously the top play on the, on the entire Dodgers would be Betts at 5,700, but you're paying for him. But I like Betts, Pollock, Taylor, Hernandez, Will Smith at 4,200. Obviously the righty's first, but it's not like I'm scared of Bumgarner. The Dodgers have a 5.7 implied run total. So if I'm stacking them up, then give me Ballinger, Steve. Your Muncie, it doesn't matter. Lefty, lefty. It's Madison Bumgarner. It's not. It, it, this, it, if this was six years ago, I'd say you can't play any of these guys at these prices. But Madison Bumgarner is nowhere near the Madison Bumgarner six years ago. Um. Yeah, I, I like even like the lefties. I think you could play some of these guys. They're expensive, which makes it a lot tougher. But and then on Arizona, I really don't have interest in this team. If you want to play anybody, play Cole Calhoun. But I, I don't have interest in Arizona today. They're cheap. Rojas, Calhoun, Peralta, Varsho, where you know twenty three hundred. It's it, do I want to stack them? No. If if a cheap piece falls in my lineup, I don't mind it that bad. Especially if I'm probably not going to play that much with Dustin May. 
So I could I could see an outfield that you're playing like uh, Sonny Gray, Garrett Cole, and you're playing Matt Joyce, uh, and you're playing Matt Joyce, Corey Dickerson, and and, and Cole Hal- Halhoun. Like that sounds like a cash lineup. So if you're doing that, I mean, we'd, and then you have the Phillies that you could plug in. So it's fairly easy on this slate with one-offs throughout all all the six games to play a cold gray lineup, and you have a lot more options. So, I mean, I think using the Diamondbacks, if you want to get off one of the chalky pieces, I think is perfectly fine. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Um, give me a guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts on this slate. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Under 8K. Oof. We're re- we're really eight. How many strikeouts? Six. Six is I, can I can I can my answer be none? <laughs> but who gets the most strikeouts under under? Oh, AK? okay. I'll I'll, I'll I'll. Uh, let's do that today. <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with I'll go with Josh Foreman. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with Al 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 Zoe. Um, even though I can't even say his name right, I'll take him. Um. Over 8K to score under 15, who's your bust today? I think all four of these guys get over 15. Right, but I mean, I'm going to, based on what I've said, I'm going to say Dustin May. I mean, there's only four, there's only, what? There's only four guys. Yeah, I'll go Paddock. I'm not going Cole or Gray. Um, Over 4K to hit a home run. We don't have cores. You can pick anybody you want. Over 4K to hit a home run. Uh, well, I'm not. It's, it's over for. I don't have to go down to DJ Stewart because I mean that's like automatic, so that he doesn't count. <laughs> uh, over 4K to hit a home run. I mean, I know you're gonna say you're gonna go you're gonna go Team BVP with Kike Hernandez, right? He's 3500. So oh, but I mean, it doesn't matter. The price doesn't matter at this point. Look at him. Look at these hitters. I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with AJ. Right. I'll go, I'll let it, oh, so it could be under 4K or over 4K. Over any, 4K. Any batter. doesn't matter. Over 4K, anybody to hit a home run. Okay, so that, I'll just take Mookie Betts. What am I talking about? Why am I pondering over this? Yeah, like you've played this game a few times. Um, I never remember. I just thought the top. Okay, let me see. And I'm picking the guy that's the worst. I'm like, no, Mookie <laughs> Betts against the lefty. Give it to me. Uh, give me Will Myers. Um Give me a guy under 4,000, under 4,000 to get two hits. Pollock, give it to me. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kiki. Uh, I will take Team VVP. Um, and then give me a stack to score six or more runs. Stack to score six or more runs? I mean, do I just double down on, on the Dodgers or do I hedge? Do I do, 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 I do you the You do you. You do me? Let's see. Against uh, No, I'll hedge. I'll take the Padres. I'm going to go way off the board here, and I'm going to say the Miami Marlins um, against Jake Arrieta. Like, doubling down on my, my stack against Arietta. So, there we go. So, uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I'm just I'm happy. I know this is the baseball podcast, but uh, the, the, this baseball slate is like, to me, I feel like it's the appetizer to the, 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 the entree, which is Thursday night football. Thursday night football, indeed. Yes, very excited. Football is back. Um, Grant and I did the Morning Grind football podcast earlier today. It's up on the Morning Grind feed. While you're on the feed, man, hit that subscribe button. Help us out. Um, Blender, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, well, for my football stuff, uh, I'll be hosting the Advanced Sports Analytics Show 
on Thursdays. Uh, for the first two weeks, it'll be during Thursday night football. So if you can't do it in, I understand. And then it'll be on Friday afternoons. Uh, but that'll be in the podcast feed. It'll be on the YouTube channel. Uh, all the things I'm doing for football are free. Uh, and then I'll be doing uh, a Sunday night football and Monday night football kind of leading up to lock. Uh, showdown live type of show with uh, Tyler Tambaline with, uh, with Keith Eister. Uh, kind, of, kind of like a crunch, down, crunch time for showdown. But it's not for premium members. It's it's free. So if you tune in on on YouTube or on the Roto Grinders videos page before Sunday night and Monday night football, uh, I will be on. There you go. Make sure you're checking that out. Eister, man, that guy is um, he's really smart. So uh, like that. So yes, that's gonna wrap it up here for the morning grind. Um, you can also your book. This is a great time to read your book right before football season. Like right, perfect time. Right. Right. If you, if, you, if you want to get into game theory of DFS, 15-hour course, theoryofdfs.com. So uh, especially if you're, you're into large field GPPs, it's for anything. So, I mean, it's the DFS game theory. Of any, if you play NASCAR, it, it's the same for NASCAR. It's the same for golf, the same for baseball, same for football. It covers, doesn't cover the sports. It covers the game theory of daily fantasy sports. So if you want to get better at any sport, just uh, go to theoryofdfs.com. There you go. Check it out. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another baseball slate. And um, good luck in your contest for baseball and for football. And uh, we'll see you guys on Friday.